this is a huge change in many people's lives after nearly 50 years of living under Roe v. Wade. Good morning, and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm Palak Jaiswal, your host. Last Friday morning, the U.S. Supreme Court made the decision to overturn the landmark abortion ruling of Roe v. Wade from 1973. It provided federal constitutional protections of abortion rights for Americans. The Tribune's Becky Jacobs has been following the ruling and reporting on abortion and women's issues. She joins us today to talk about what Utahns need to know in the wake of this decision. Becky, you've been on the ball with your reporting. It's been a few days since the decision was overturned and people will have questions. So let's get right into it. What happens for Utahns now that the decision has been overturned? The decision by the Supreme Court on Friday basically sent the right to regulate abortions back to the states. And so that really clears the way for Utah's trigger law, um, which was passed in 2020. And it bans most abortions in the state except for a few limited circumstances. And what are some of those limiting circumstances? It outlines three. The first really deals with the life and the serious health of the mother. The second um, addresses the fetus. You know, if they have a defect that is uniformly diagnosable and uniformly lethal or has a severe brain abnormality that is uniformly diagnosable, that could be a circumstance where it's allowed. And the third is in the cases of rape or incest. But one important thing to note in the bill is that those cases would have to be reported to law enforcement. And we know from previous reporting in the Tribune and reports that rape is an underreported crime to begin with. So that could pose an issue with that um, exception. Yeah. And I understand that the trigger law isn't in effect quite yet, correct? Right. Even though it was passed in 2020, it's kind of been on hold until there was a ruling like this that came. So I guess from your reporting, do you think that that trigger law will go into effect? Based on all the reporting that we've done for for weeks, not the Tribune, it's very, very likely this is going to happen. And and the way that it will go into effect is that the legislature's general counsel has to certify it um, after the Supreme Court ruling. So it's kind of unclear of when that certification could come, but we're watching that. And um, once that comes, you know, we're waiting to see if there's going to be legal challenges or how quickly the law will go into effect or how it will be rolled out. So there's still a lot that we need to see how it goes. Okay. And in the meantime, you've also put together kind of like a guide for Utahns um, looking to travel to get abortions, correct? Right. Um, Yeah, we did that because we knew this trigger law was, you know, um, in the distance waiting to go into effect. One important thing is that Planned Parenthood said they are going to keep providing abortions in Utah until the trigger law goes into effect. So it it hasn't gone into place yet. But once that happens, um, Utahns would have to likely travel to other states that have wider abortion access. So we created a map and a guide, and really those three states are Colorado, Nevada, and New Mexico. And when it comes to like an abortion pill or emergency contraception, um, are there options for Utahns? Yes. So Utah has strict laws related to abortion, you know, with having to go for informed consent and having a face-to-face meeting with the physician or a medical professional. Um, But currently, you can still get an abortion with an abortion pill. In Utah, 
Planned Parenthood has three locations where you can get a medication abortion. There are two in Salt Lake and one in Logan. And then you have Wasatch Women's Center in Salt Lake. They also offer it. And then the Planned Parenthood Metro Health Center and the Wasatch Women's Center both offer in-clinic surgical abortions too. There's also some private physicians in Utah that provide abortions, but that's less clear than these um, two providers. And so the abortion pill is still accessible right now. There's some questions of what could happen after this ruling, you know, with um, abortion pill by mail. That's something that we're looking at. The other thing to think about is emergency contraception, which is not the abortion pill, but it's things like Plan B. Um, and Utahns can go to Planned Parenthood to get that. They can also go to pharmacies in Utah without a prescription, and that's still available and not affected by this ruling. All right. And Becky, you've also done some reporting on the Utah Abortion Fund. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. After last month, there was this leak that Politico published showing that the Supreme Court might overturn Roe, and it came out to be true. Um, there were a lot of rallies, and at them, people were talking about the need to support the Utah Abortion Fund. So we interviewed them. We kept them anonymous for their privacy and safety concerns, but um, we talked to them, and it's a group of volunteers who create this mutual aid fund. They're part of this um, broader network of the National Network of Abortion Funds, but they help Utah. And so they take donations and they help people with abortion access, whether that's paying for their bills at the clinic, getting to their appointments, having to book transportation like bus or plane tickets or a hotel or even gas or childcare expenses. Um, and after the ruling came on Friday, the abortion fund did post on their social media channels. We're still here. We're still going to provide help. Um, we're not going away. And I'm curious, Becky, what have other Utah organizations kind of said about this um, overturn of this decision? There's been a lot of reaction today. Uh, Planned Parenthood Association of Utah held a virtual press conference, again, saying we're going to provide abortions as long as we legally can. We're here to help. But this is a huge change in many people's lives after nearly 50 years of living under Roe v. Wade. Um, so it's going to impact a lot of people. I asked them and the ACLU of Utah, you know, are they going to plan to do a legal challenge like we saw with um, the 18 week ban that was proposed and passed in Utah? They said they haven't made a decision yet. They're waiting to see what happens with the law going into effect. They're looking at all their options. And then we're seeing a lot of lawmakers' responses. You know, we saw a joint statement from Governor Cox and Lieutenant Governor Henderson talking about how they support this ruling. Um, and as pro-life advocates, they're saying they want to do more to support women and families in Utah. Um, and so I think that's another thing we're going to have to follow up on to see what uh, policies they'll enact after this law that we've been waiting so long. Becky, is there anything else we can share with listeners about this monumental decision? We've really been trying to answer a lot of the questions and, and creating guides for readers at Salt Lake Tribune that they're going to have when we knew this ruling was coming. But one story I really thought about today that I think is worth um, revisiting is we, before this ruling from the Supreme Court, we talked with four women 
um, from Utah about their abortions. They used their names, their photos, and they, they were very gracious and brave in sharing their experiences. And so after this ruling came down, my mind immediately went to them because this is the people this is going to affect. Some of them had abortions, you know, because it wasn't the right time in their life to have a kid. Some was for medical reasons. They all have their own different reasons, but I think it's important to hear these voices today as we're thinking, what does this ruling um, mean for Utahns and people across the country. Thank you, Becky, for joining us and for your comprehensive coverage of this landmark decision here in the state of Utah. Thanks for having me. Local coverage like Becky's is made possible by support from you. You can support local journalism by subscribing to the Salt Lake Tribune at www.sltrib.com slash subscribe. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the day's biggest headlines. Thank you to the Salt Lake City band The Pelicans for our music and to Danny Rubio for producing this episode.